You're listening to The Cinema Sports Club, the podcast that brings you into the roundtable discussion on box office sports. We debate players, coaches, teams, and more. This is The Cinema Sports Club. Very nice. Welcome to the Cinema Sports Club. Michael Hotard alongside Danny Hillman, Brian Maurice. I'm excited about this episode, guys. So we talk fake sports, real opinions. So it's all diving into sports movies. Well, with the NFL draft upon us, we're talking about a fictional NFL draft. Basically a mock draft of the real NFL teams, where they're picking in this year's first round. We're going to pick for them Mm -hmm. as we rotate around the round table here and draft for these teams off of the sports movies. We decided the order through a rousing game of Rochambeau, rock, paper, scissors. Uh, Mike won that, dare I say, on a technicality. I'm Um, going to the hospital. So the order is going to be Mike will pick one, I'll pick second. Brian, third, and it just kind of keeps going. From just going to keep snaking from there. So, clearly, what, my draft's going to win. <laughs> well, as we dive into this, so Danny and I, for the last couple of weeks, have been pumping out mock drafts. We've been pumping out big boards of fictional sports stars, which has been a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know for me, I'm sure it is for you. Absolutely. And I've been pumping iron. Brian looks great right now. He looks draft ready. <laughs> Just won a rousing game of 21, too, Thank before Yeah, before it was airing, solid. So. You know, no, so we're warmed up. We're warmed up. No injuries. Great news for us. But um, so the way this is going to work, each of us is going to get 90 <laughs> seconds to make the pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, pressure. Oh, God. <laughs> Brian, Brian just shit his pants, y'all. So as the person making the pick, the other two are just going to kind of talk about the pick, what's going to happen, yeah. kind of be the color commentary of this. So, And also be willing to ask the other one why they chose that pick. Absolutely. You know, let's, let's we're bringing in-depth analysis. why Mike is going to ruin a lot of sports franchises for years to come. Yes. Absolutely not. No. So with that being said, well, I guess I can say this to myself. I am on the clock. The Arizona Cardinals are with the, the first pick pick in the draft and Roger Goodell's here can you as I make this just arrived yeah Roger Goodell arrived that's that's perfect that was spot on but as I make this pick you two guys have at it Jets fan by the way speculate (laughs) see what happens but I'm gonna make my decision here so while Mike's deciding I think the number one overall pick here the Cardinals are surprising a lot of people because they can go away they already have a first-round quarterback in Josh Rosen. But the rumblings are they may take a quarterback with new head coach, Cliff Kingsbury. But honestly, they could go a multitude of – they could go in a lot of different directions. So Yeah, but I like Mike's analysis how, uh, you know, losing a guy like Larry Fitzgerald, I mean, that's so, – So you're thinking maybe receiver here. I, I kind of am leaning towards that because – That's what you would do at but least. But then again, how do you replace a guy like that? I mean – this franchise is going to change without him. Yeah. Without a doubt. You know, fun fact, Larry Fitzgerald has more tackles than drops in the NFL. That's a real statistic. Are you serious? He has more tackles off of interceptions than he has drops in his career. <laughs> He's uh, my personal favorite. And it looks like the pick is in. Mike Hochard. 
with the first pick in the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Rod Tidwell oh. from Jerry Maguire. <laughs> so, so it is what you said it, it was. You know, going a wide receiver um, who actually kind of can step in day one and, and be a producer. Um, you know, my favorite thing to say with Rod Tidwell, you show him the money, he's going to show you the end zone. I hate to say this, but good pick, Mike. That, that's not a bad pick. So, for me, um, I had Rod Tidwell on the first pick with the draft. So, after it was determined that I had the first pick, it was a no-brainer. Rod Tidwell, because I like being right more than anything. All right, well, I... And it's a position of need for the Cardinals. I mean, like you guys said, they need the receiver help. But with that being said... The 49ers are now on the clock, yeah. and it's Danny's pick here. The 49ers, I mean, they could go a multitude of directions, Brian. So yep. the 49ers, uh, some of their biggest needs, a lot of defensive help. They already have a decent defensive line. They lost with, that identity, though. Yeah, you know, after after Jim Harbaugh left, it was pretty much over for them. Mike Thompson came in, screwed everything up. Things now seem to be looking up on the up and up with Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch at the GM spot. But um, edge rusher, defensive back, linebacker, they could go a multitude of defensive positions, but receiver's also a big position of need. What are they missing those linebackers? They are missing since Patrick Willis, but it looks like the pick is in for the 49ers here. That was quick. They know their guy, huh? Absolutely. With the second overall pick of the 2019 fictional movie NFL draft. The 49ers select Vontae Mack, wow. linebacker, draft day. Wow. Woo! Okay. The fans here love it. I, I mean, that. you know, one of the great things about Vontae Mack, Brian, is the saying goes, and Danny knows this because he picked him. It's Vontae, Vontae Mack, Mack no, no matter, matter what. what. <laughs> Always. Yeah. I think he brings that nasty element back, you know? Yeah. He gives them something they've been missing at the linebacker position. This is a team that had the linebackers. Yeah. And and gone are the days of Patrick Willis. They find Navarro a guy, Bowman. Yeah. They they find a guy who can play both middle and outside. Listed as a middle linebacker, according to some experts. I see him more as an outside linebacker. Ed Got Rusher, a great first step. And wicked first step. Uh has the ability to to bull rush and also just plays the game the right way. Brings the intensity. And High character guy, too. Yeah, absolutely. He's a guy that the locker room is just going to gravitate towards. For me, I couldn't get the pick in fast enough. I want to let you guys speak a little bit. You know, have a little razzle-dazzle. Yeah, well, because Brian's but, on the clock. But for me, it was there was no one else at this spot. I was actually a little nervous. I thought Vontae Mack was that type of franchise player. I thought Mike may have taken him. First overall, I know the Cardinals don't necessarily need that, but a player like Vontae Mack that can come in and completely change your organization, right now I'm winning the draft. <laughs> Vontae Mack, no matter what. It looks like the pick is in for the First Jets. GM, Brian Maurice. We'll see what happens, but Jets have a, need, a lot of, uh, need a lot of help. You know, they hey, disappointed All i got to say is that was – sorry. Brian it's just, New York, all right? We need a big-time guy. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with Deacon Moss. Ooh. What a reach. Wow. Yes. In a typical Jets move, the Deacon. Jets 
reach a little bit with Deacon Moss here, but I tell you what. You gotta go sexy. Electrifying playmaking yeah. ability. So Odell Beckham just leaves the Giants. Well, guess what? New York just got another big time receiver. Honestly, Precisely. honestly, at first glance, it does look like a little bit of a reach. But then you realize, hey, you got a great sophomore quarterback in Sam Darnold. You need Le'Veon to give him Bell help. Just came to the Big Apple. Exactly. You need that guy. I think they just found their triple threat. It's not. A, it's a little bit of a reach, but it makes sense. It's one of those cases where. You're okay with it because of the playmaking ability. Now he does have a little criminal issues, but, you know, that's okay. The guy's a big-time player. I mean, he is the perfect combination of size and speed. One would say he is Michael Irvin 2.0. reminds 2. me 0. a lot of Michael Irvin. Sam needs weapons, and, and um, in a city like New York, you need to be entertained. And I feel like he And that guy that. loves the spotlight, without a Absolutely. doubt. And Highlight honestly, catches. <laughs> I mean, dude, you literally lost Odell Beckham with the other New York franchise, mm-hmm. the New York football giants. Yeah. But, hey, the Jets are making moves here. Yeah, actually, Gary Vee just tweeted he loves this pick. <laughs> As an avid Jets fan, uh, loves He's buying the franchise now. Loves, loves the pick. And, honestly, the more I think about it, I don't know what to reach. I think the Jets went best available player here. And when you talk talent, Deacon Moss was the best on the board. He's yeah. a guy that you just throw it up to. So, oh, and we're, we're rocking and rolling. Pick number four is in. It's going to be Michael Hotar with pick. With the fourth pick in the 2019 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select one of the most prolific players oh, just in this draft. Absolutely not. We're going to milk it because this is an absolute steal at four. I'm excited about it. You say you're winning the draft, Danny? No. Mike Hotar is winning the draft as he takes Bobby Boucher to the Oakland oh Raiders. Oh, my okay. goodness. Bobby Boucher, definitely a John Gruden guy. <laughs> I mean, without a doubt. Um, he loves his mom. Yeah. You know, and. He's a great guy. Has the ability to visualize I'll tell you what, an man. attack. Has the ability to visualize what. an attack. And look, they lost Khalil Mack last year and, and got a couple draft picks later in this draft. From, That's a good from point. him. That's a good so, point. a lot of people were criticizing that Mac trade. All of a sudden, they come in with Bobby Boucher there. Um, I tell you what, I spent some time in Southeast Louisiana, and uh, Bobby, great guy, great family, comes from the heart. I'll tell you what, man. Thanks, John. Bobby Boucher, you know, if if you take the the D out of draft, you get raft. And the Oakland Raiders are about to float to the top, man. (laughs) (laughs) Am I allowed to pause the draft after that? So the Oakland Raiders take Bobby Boucher. And that leaves the Bucks here. Uh, Brian, this is an interesting selection here. So Danny's got the pick with the Bucks. You know, I'm interested to see what the Bucks do just because – that organization right now is in shambles. They don't know what to make of Jameis Winston. You saw the flip-flopping with them and Fitzy last year. And they could use help on the defensive side of the ball. They could also use some help on the offensive side of the ball. It's going to be a crapshoot here. After such promise, you know, after uh, the 2017 season, it, it seemed like Tampa was really contending, you know, in the NFC. But um, indecision will probably follow them with this draft pick. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they do here. I mean, Tampa Bay, if we're going to talk about a team that could potentially shit the bed here, and I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on live TV with this being the NFL draft, but I'm going to. You just did. Yeah, just do it. You just 
But where could you see them going? So in a couple of the mock drafts, you saw them take Ivory Christian. One of the guys I had them considering was Earl Wilkinson of the replacements. A great safety could really bring that element of ball-hawking ability since Rondé Barber and kind of revamp that defense. They've missed on a couple of DBs in recent years like Vernon Hargraves, who's been solid player but not the guy they thought. This seems like another team that just needs to take talent because they, they have so many needs. They, they have a lot of holes to fill on both sides of the ball. So, dun, dun, dun. Uh, Well, I guess we'll find out now. Mike. We'll find out now. The pick is in. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers have their pick. With the fifth pick in the 2019 NFL fictional draft. Hot dog. The Tampa Bay. That's perfect because that's a Mickey Mouse reference. This is what this organization is. Buccaneers select Ivory Christian, D-line. Mike has it from Remember the Titans. But it's actually uh, Friday Night Lights. Wow! This is your mock draft. That's bold. That's not my mock draft. No, that's not. You're right. Yeah, Danny had that wrong. He had him from Remember the Titans, and it's Friday Night Lights. Um, Ivory Christian, so that was who Danny had at five. You know... I like Ivor Christian. I was a big fan of him. Um, it makes sense because Gerald McCoy is still there. He's getting up there in age. Uh, they do have Vita Vey with a young yep. defensive tackle talent. He could be a good rotational guy. But at five, I think Tampa Bay left a lot to be desired on, on, the, on the draft here. I think they could have gone several directions. Well, and the reason why Christian makes sense there is there's been rumblings that Gerald McCoy is on the way out. They tried to trade him before the draft. Now they're talking about trading him before training camp. I like Vita Bay. He missed some time last year through injuries. Ivory Ivory Christian, in a franchise that has just been blinded with distractions, a la Jameis Winston, and I thought heavily about taking a quarterback there. Even though it's not a position of need, I thought about maybe Shane Falco or Willie Beeman, someone like that. But honestly, in a franchise that is just aching for stability... Ivory Christian's probably one of the most pro-ready guys defensively in this draft. I think, I think a pick here, though, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I think a more safe pick would have been a guy like Julius Campbell because it's, it's a serious position to need. Oh, and the pick is in. Enough about Tampa Bay. We now have the New York football giants on the clock. The Jets made a splash earlier. Let's see what their counterpart does that will share the stadium with them. We're back in the great state of New York here for the sixth pick. Brian Maurice with both New York Fictional NFL draft here. Um, And it's funny you mention him. Here the clear pick was Julius Campbell here. Nice. Uh, That defensive line has been missing a lot among among it. A couple of fingers. And I think that Julius (laughs) Campbell fills that. uh, He's got all his fingers. He's got all his fingers. Unlike his counterpart, he has a spine. And he has the ability to make the left side the strong side, you know? Uh, Campbell. Campbell's one of those guys that I think uh, you're finally going to get that pass rush that the Giants have been missing since Strahan, Osium, and Yura. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul's in yeah. Tampa Bay now. He's not the same player he is. He's, he's actually not. Liter- he's literally not the same player. And I think it gives them some leadership, too. That, that I think the, the Achilles heel of the Giants as a team is a lack of leadership. You know, say what you want about Eli Manning. Uh, he, he plays well in tough situations. Yeah. But 
but the leadership is lacking. And, and keep in mind, the Giants have another pick in this draft, so they can address other needs. But I love what you said about leadership. Campbell's actually been quoted by saying, attitude reflects leadership, Captain. Right? I mean, th- that's a guy you want. Roll the quote. Attitude reflects leadership. Yeah. <laughs> that's where we have Mike, just, you know. Yeah. But now... It goes to Mike on the clock. And I'm, I'm going to be honest, I'm very, very nervous because Mike is picking for my team right now. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars at seven. Ouch. So it, there's, uh, this is personal. Well, I don't know what he's going to do. On one hand, he could sabotage my organization. On the other hand, his Boucher pick, I do feel, put him in the driver's seat in the draft. I actually had Boucher going to the Bucks at five. Mike snuck up, took him out for under me, so I went Ivory Christian. Well, Danny, that's the crazy thing about this game. You never know what's going to happen. You just never know. And we're we're waiting. Mike, it looks like he only has about 30 seconds He's left. going down to the wire. Yeah, absolutely. Goodell's coming out. Is he work, trying to work Ooh, a trade? Is they're he, booing him again. Know. So, it might be trading. Oh, this just in. Adam Sheff just reports that uh, Bobby Boucher... Is now retiring. <laughs> he he decided to go back to school and get his degree. He's gonna be on the hit show, Swamp People. There's and actually he decided to that, that is actually a false report, but that's actually a false report that came from the Twitter handle Black Adam Schefter, which You're is right. by the way a great Twitter handle. But it appears the pick is in Mike Hotard picking for the Jacksonville Jaguars at seven. With the seventh pick in the 2019 fictional sports NFL draft, watch the F bombs, bud. <laughs> the Jacksonville Jaguars select offensive lineman Billy Bob Varsity Blues. <laughs> what do you think okay. about that, Danny? Well, it's feast or famine. Yeah, I think Mike accomplished doing both. He has the potential to sabotage my organization, but it's also a good pick. You just got to be careful of the CTE. It's Billy Bob's bad. had a lot of concussions. A lot of concussions he on sure the has. field, running into lockers, all the above. I'm not sure how he's still functioning. Overall, going by the fan votes, the fans, they gave it a 10. <laughs> I mean, a 10. <laughs> so, uh, I'll need that. He offers with, protection. With Billy Bob, the thing is, the reason that Billy Bob came off the board here, so in my mock draft, I had Deacon Moss going there, mm-hmm. um, which is a big, big I, I had Deacon as well. You know, but with him going off the board early, they just paid Nick Foles. Quarterback doesn't yep. make sense. Offensive lineman made the most sense. It's where they need the most help. Uh, linebacker, there's some good linebackers on the board. Yeah. I thought a lot about someone like maybe LaVey, uh, Luther, Luther Shark, Shark. LaVey, Danny Bateman. Danny Bateman. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, they have Miles Jack, they have Telvin Smith, and they still have a solid core at the linebacker position. It, Offensive line makes sense. It's not the sexy pick, but it's the smart pick. Exactly. It, it is the, the only thing that I, I worry about, again, is the injury issues. I might have gone with Jumbo Famico. Or the, even Louis Elastic. But the thing Lassic, is, yeah. Sorry, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, Billy Bob, most upside of any offensive mm-hmm. lineman in this draft. And he's and, got the highest upside, and he plays the highest for ceiling. his quarterback. Absolutely. He's going to take he's a guy that's going to take it very, very personal to keep his quarterback clean. Now with that being said, the Lions are on the clock. Dun, dun, dun. And the pick is already in. Danny knows where the hell he's Absolutely. going here. 
I think I know, Brian, but let's see what Danny is picking here for the Detroit Lions. I can't Lions. get up fast enough to get to the podium on this. With the eighth pick in the 2019 <clears throat> NFL fictional draft. It's going to be a good pick. The Detroit Lions select Barry Santino. <laughs> He's coming out of retirement. Brian Murphy. Tight end oh, okay. for the replacements. And that, I tell you what, Brian, that I knew he was going there. Uh, Brian Murphy is one of the guys who climbed mm-hmm. the big board in this draft. And that is a perfect pick for the Lions. They need tight end. They need mm-hmm. to help Matt Stafford. They've lost some key pieces recently with guys like Golden Tate. Yeah. Um, Brian Murphy is a sound Eric pick. He might be to, one yeah. of the most NFL ready in this with, draft. Without a doubt. And Eric Ebron didn't decide to play professional football until he left the Lions to go to the Colts. So you take a guy <laughs> like Brian Murphy – Incredibly disciplined. Not a single false start penalty in his four years at Gallaudet. And the thing I raves about with him has a great knack for ignoring crowd noise. Yeah. We don't know what it is, but he has a great knack Extremely for it. Extremely disciplined. Some of the best hands in the draft. Great route runner, great blocker. And originally, he was actually, because of some setbacks they looked at him as possibly going in the second or third round killed it at the combine brian murphy comes in and some of this happens too i i really thought the lions had to go tight end here and if you asked me a month ago it might have been cheeseburger eddie but you talk about a poor combine performance showing up overweight he credited the cheeseburgers for it had one too many mcnuggets absolutely um Brian Murphy's a guy that Matt Stafford's going to love. Absolutely. He just has to throw it to a spot, and he's going to get there. We're waiting to see here what the Buffalo Bills do. This is going to be an interesting Another New York pick. team for Brian Maurice. Brian Maurice stole the show with with New York. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if their new pick is going to start jumping through tables like their fan base, you know? Yeah. <laughs> One of the craziest fan bases. I mean, this fan base, you know, I, I tell you what. I feel like they have to go offensive side of the ball here. Their stable of backs is getting older with guys like McCoy. They have a solid young quarterback, mm-hmm. someone who looks promising, still very raw yeah. with Josh Allen. But like you said, you have McCoy and Frank Gore. Yeah. They're not they're Running not the backs, definitely a potential um, position here. Um, they added some free agent wide receivers, but I see them all as They added numbered, a bunch of number, number twos. twos. Yeah. yeah. Um so I, I and I mean the and receivers also, are off the board here. And whenever Tidwell, you have a young, young quarterback, you need line help too. So you can go in any direction. But let's look at the GM that Brian Maurice is. All right, he surprised us with that Deacon Moss pick. He's he's showing that he may take the best available player, offense or defense. It doesn't matter. He's looking to try and improve that franchise. So while I I agree with you, I think. Offense is probably the way to go. You don't know because it's whoever's on his big board. He's going to. He already showed it with the the Deacon Moss pick. He's going to go with whoever he thinks is the best available. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, the sound machine broke in the draft, but that's okay. The pick buffering. is in. Buffering. 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 <laughs> the pick is in. Let's hear. Let's go to the podium and see what Brian picks with the Buffalo Bills in the ninth overall. Well. Number nine here for the pick. Um, it was really, really, really. We're tough. not asking for a speech. 
Because after what you pulled, <laughs> we hold these truths to be self-evident that all bills are created equal, that they're endowed by the. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going with uh, I'm going with the shark here. I, I feel there like they need nice uh, there it is. they need a presence mm-hmm. over there on that side of the ball, and um, this guy definitely offers that. You know, uh, the bills. The Bills are underachievers. Don't lose sight of the fact he has experience playing in New York. Luther Shark LeVay. Solid pick. Yonkers. Would have would have gone offensive side of the ball. But again, best available player. I think we're starting to see Brian Maurice's strategy play out. He doesn't care the need. Because keep in mind, I Mike, don't care. keep in mind, you gotta fill fifty six spots on Sunday. Forget about it. Huh? Well, that's Buffalo doesn't have that. With that, now we have the Denver Broncos on the clock at number 10 for me. So, well, you guys talk amongst yourselves. Is this this where we see a quarterback come off the board? I mean, I know they traded for Joe Flacco in the offseason, but Joe Flacco's not a spring chicken either. I know a big name that's still out there. Yeah? Yeah. And that would really put some energy in this franchise that I I feel is kind of – you know, they hit their peak, and I think they're on the other side of the hill. Yeah. With a lot of the, the players that are aging, and like Joe Flacco, for instance. And mm-hmm. uh, and they have Patrick Lindsay at running back, but keep in mind, it's been proven over and over again in recent years, it's, it's a multiple running back league. Yeah. You don't have so many bell cows anymore. Yeah. Right? The, the days of 35 carries are long gone. Um, they traded Demarius Thomas last year. Emmanuel Sanders isn't getting any younger. Wide receivers yep. an option. Joe Flacco also loves throwing to his tight ends. Yep. If you think about all the tight ends, from Todd Heap to Max Williams, all he utilizes his tight ends, at least he did in Baltimore. Um, but, again, John Elway is calling the shots there, you know, through Michael Hotard, of course. And he loves big arm quarterbacks. The pick's in. I can't wait to hear how Mike screwed this up. The pick is in. Let's hear it. With the 10th pick in the 2019 fictional movie NFL draft, the Denver Broncos select Willie Beeman of any given there Sunday. That's, that's right. There it is. So the Broncos do go quarterback there. Yeah. He's, he's a guy that you can give a clipboard to. Let him maybe wait a year behind Joe Flacco. Not a guy I anticipated John Elway going with. I, uh, I thought maybe he would have gone with Shane Falco there. Yeah. But while Falco may be a little bit more pro-ready, Beeman has the upside. And considering you did trade for Joe Flacco, you can kind of bring him along. You, True. you can show him the ways because he's a dual threat. And, and look, he's got to learn how to be a pro. Yeah. He's got some immaturity issues can play selfish at times, but you cannot ignore the fact that that talent's out there. A lot of scouts compare him to like a Kyler Murray. He's probably the most talented player on the board. Yeah. Uh, Let's go to general manager Michael Hotard here with the scoop. Yeah, so we felt that... call his own shot. That's what I do. (laughs) Like he's a host or something. (laughs) No, we felt Willie Beeman... um, uh, Willie Beeman was the right choice here. With Joe Flacco in the mold, he gives us uh, someone you can just kind of mold. Maybe those immaturity issues 
can be a problem, but the good thing is he's not a must-start right now. So we felt that by drafting Willie Beeman now, mm-hmm. we can let him sit behind Flacco for a year or two, see how this plays out, develop him, and uh, he's the arm of the future. Mike, Mike, a, a great pick there looking ahead in the franchise. Something that a lot of GMs don't do. But let me ask you this. Was there was he the clear-cut no matter what pick, or were there other ones you were considering? No, he was the clear-cut guy just because of the upside. Absolutely. Because, you know, when when we look at the draft, you find a guy like a Willie Beeman fall to 10. There's so much upside there. You're talking about a guy who can be a top three quarterback in this league once he reaches that full potential. Mm -hmm. Plus, with him being able to sit and learn for a couple of years, that's a win. Now, let me be honest with you. Or be honest with me. What did you eat for dinner? What? What did I eat for dinner? Um, Bronco. That's illegal in the state of Denver. Great answer. Or the city of Denver. I would have thought it was... Great answer. I would have thought it was Tony D'Amato's <laughs> Italian dish that he made. But, <laughs> but with that... the picks in here. What, with that being said, the Bengals are on the clock. Um, could go a number oh. of ways. They just lost Vontae's perfect this year. So that could be a potential huge pick here. That being said... I'll say this. The Bengals can't really disappoint us anymore, so, uh, you know, <laughs> state your pick. <laughs> All right, as, as Brian lets us limp to the barn on that, <laughs> with the 11th pick of the 2019 NFL fictional draft. Call it now, Danny Bateman. The Cincinnati Bengals select Danny Bateman. I knew it. I called it. Maybe because you saw my mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> And so far, I've been able to go pretty much chalk. But I don't ruin your picks. <laughs> but no, Danny Bateman was a guy. I mean, he, he has his tenacity of perfect. Um, you do have to watch. <laughs> I mean, for him, it's not the latest. He's a psychopath it's, for it's, different it's, reasons. Yeah, yeah, He's a psychopath because he's a, he's a guy who's just going to get it done on the field. But he's not going to destroy you by getting penalized late in games. If you just sit him aside and say, kind of just put him in check, Danny Bateman is a high motor, high character, huge asset to any defense. Bottom line, you tell him to go get the football, he'll get you the football. Absolutely. Um, And the pick is in. And the Dolphins. The Dolphins, so... Done are the days of Brian Maurice in New York. He's going down... He's going to Miami. No, you're at Green Bay. The frozen tundra. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. He wrote the name. He wrote the name on the board already. Before the pick is announced, the Packers have two picks in this draft. They can go a couple different directions. Obviously, they don't need to go quarterback when you have Aaron Rodgers behind center. But aside from that, I got an inside source seeing the draft board, and before he makes his selection, I gotta say, Danny, I really like this pick. Let's take it down to Brian with Green Bay. Oh, so you don't ruin his pick? No. For the twelfth pick, uh, this was a no-brainer. Uh, Aaron Rodgers needs that Mr. Dependable mm-hmm. that he lost um, last year to the freaking, uh, where'd he go? Raiders. Anyway. Jordy Nelson retired. Jordy went Nelson. To the, well, he went to the Raiders, which is another word for retirement. Yes. <laughs> so without further ado, uh, Charlie Tweeter. It's a great pick. Great wideout, very great dependable. Great uh, and he, he can be... Charlie Tweeter, I mean, you know, in my mock draft, I had him going to the Broncos 
which I picked for. And I thought about it, but I'm like, no, I can't pass up Willie Beeman. Charlie Tweeter, though, great sound pick here, just because he's a guy that can operate really well out of the slot. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Great, I believe I had him going to Green Bay in my mock. Great, great hands for Charlie Tweeter. Great route runner. He gives you that same element without the size that Jordy Nelson. Got to keep gave his head you. on straight. Yes. And and he's I a think, partier. Yeah. And going to a city like Green Bay, you don't it's have not to Miami. So there's not a lot yeah. you can do. So it's not a bad pick. Um, reminds me a lot of Randall Cobb, who I believe also left in free agency this year. That's an interesting comparison there. Do do do. Wow, that was quick. And now the Dolphins with a quick pick in at 13. Um, Brian, they need a quarterback. Brian Fitzpatrick is their quarterback as of right now. It's just not going to work. So I'm, uh, I'm really anxious to see what they're going with. I would love for a certain name to be selected because I'm big on him. Mike's not so much. Can't wait to hear it. Let's, let's hear the pick. With the 13th pick in the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft, Miami Dolphins select Mr. Number One in Your Hearts. It's Shane Falco. Wow. Of the replacements. Oh. Mike Hotard finally gets one right, Brian. I think he's the guy to really get that team right. With, without I a do. doubt. I do. And look, shake off the disastrous Sugar Bowl showing, okay? That's a thing of the past. Falco's a guy that the team's going to rally around. Can throw the ball for days. You can throw that pick skin a quarter mile mm-hmm. over those mountains if you wanted to. No, that's Uncle Rico. Oh. Wrong guy. But it's okay. We'll cur- we'll Good thing he doesn't have to. <laughs> Good thing he doesn't. I think, I think something like it's lost is Falco's scrambling ability. Indeed. Yeah. He's very athletic. He's a very He's athletic those, quarterback. Um, you know. He reminds me, honestly. Type deception without the, the. I like it. Um, I was thinking more along the lines of Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't hear a lot about his athleticism, but it's there. But with that being said, next up on the clock is Danny, who is picking for the Atlanta Falcons here, um, a team that. You know, their offense was explosive last year. They did lose running back Tevin Coleman. Um, they they lost some big key pieces. Ricardo Allen, Keanu Neal, and Deion Jones. All of that defense to oh, IR. So, a sort of a disappointing year for the Falcons. But that roster is loaded. With them having a spot at 14 to really grab a good playmaker. Well, let's be honest here. The Falcons will always be a disappointment. For eternity, till the end of time, as long as we're alive. Yeah. It didn't disappoint me in fantasy last year, so that's fine. Well, 28 to 3 will beg to differ. <laughs> but neither here nor there. <laughs> Let's do what's best for him, right? <laughs> and Brian coming in hot trying to sabotage the Atlanta Falcons' entire draft strategy here. Which, breaking news, breaking news, this just in out of Greenbow, Alabama. Forrest Gump has decided that he is no longer looking at playing in the NFL. Oh, And wow. he has decided that he is going to go into the shrimping business. Holy. Wow. What a shake-up to this year's draft. And that's somebody that the Falcons could have selected here. I had him as my next pick, honestly. We, we haven't seen something like this on draft day since Laramie Tunsil. Except that guy was smoking. Who had yeah, his tonsils I mean, removed the same day. <laughs> which is why he was smoking. Which is really <laughs> weird. But 
With that being said, the pick is in for the Atlanta Falcons. Let's see what the Falcons decide to do here. Let's turn it over to Danny Hillman, GM of the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I want you to know that Falcons are picking at 14. I went out with two mock drafts. That's 14 times 2 is 28. This guy's number was 23. So I have 28 to 3. Falcons. Seems like a bit of a stretch. And with the 14th pick but of the 2019 board. NFL fictional draft, the Atlanta Falcons select running back Earl Meggett from the longest Whoa. yard. A little risky yes. with the injury history, but the thing is, ACLs aren't the same as they were 20 years ago. No. Um, but Earl Meggett, what a pick there. Dr. I mean, Andrews did him right. And the thing is, they lose Tevin Coleman. They get a guy who's 10 times more explosive than Tevin Coleman. Earl Meggett, Devontae Freeman, Ito Smith, that's a dangerous three-headed monster in yeah, Atlanta that's, now. That's pretty nasty. Uh, well, look, I'll give him that. Look, let's look at the trend of NFL quarterbacks these days, okay? Two things need to happen. You need to be able to run the ball. You need to have a rap career. Earl <laughs> Meggett has both. All right? The Falcons get better with this pick and also some security with Devontae Freeman. Who, let's not forget, he's injury-prone himself. So... It's going to be interesting. Look, I, li- I like the pick here. That's a I, big win for I the like Falcons. I like what they did last year with solidifying the receiving core with Calvin Ridley. Um, and I think they need to do that with the running back spot this that's year. A, that's a smart pick. Um, I actually had Booby Miles in my mock draft. Um, but either way, Earl Meggett, Booby Miles, both explosive playmakers at the running back position. The two top running backs in this draft. Like, Solid pick like there. Like you said, I look at Earl Meggett as... A rich man's Tevin Coleman. Yeah, absolutely. He does everything Tevin can do, but just a little bit better. With that being said, the Redskins are on the clock here. We're halfway through this draft. Now, now look, Mike, the Redskins need a quarterback. I mean, I know they traded for Case Keenum, but Case Keenum for the Broncos last year was Case Keenum Rams, Case Keenum. Not Minnesota Vikings. The thing is with Case Keenum, the big problem with Case Keenum Look, this is a problem I have with a lot of teams when they go after these one-year phenoms. The guy's been in the league for seven or eight years. You have a body of work. Why are you looking at the outlier season as the norm? It's not. He just struck gold at a good time. He got paid. Good for him. But he's not your answer. And if you're thinking he is, you're wrong. Well, the, the problem is, is even if you roll with Case Keenum, you got no one behind him. Colt McCoy coming back from injury. Again, the uh, the soundboard for Brian Maurice as the GM is just not working here. Is the the sounds are off, but that's okay. Again, it's just happening. But the pick is in. Let's turn it over to the Washington Redskins and Brian Maurice. Well, for the fifteenth pick, let, let me just say the Redskins are a disgrace. Um, so we need to we need to shuffle the deck here. And uh, we need to bring a guy in that's going to take control. And excuse me, excuse my language, excuse my French. It just doesn't take any shit. And that guy is Paul Crew. Ooh. Okay. He's going to take the helm. Him and Adrian Peterson are going to drop kick everybody in the league. He forgot and, about Darius Geis. Well, we'll see how well he recovers. That's, Paul, no, that's yet to be determined. I, I like the pick. I, I like the pick. Paul Crew gives them a little attitude at the quarterback position. Um, Case Keenum can suck a fat one. <laughs> that's also true. 
And and that's the Daniel Snyder approach to running a franchise. Exactly. But no, Paul Crew, I mean look, you gotta keep him away from the bookies. And if you do, he's gonna be fine. Right? Right. And he's someone It's gonna be tough in DC. Yeah. I mean truthfully I would Plus he's one eighth Native American, fun fact. Yeah. So there you go. He's got that going for him. What I like about Paul Crew is he's really two different people. You know, like he's got kind of that old school feel, kind of like I guess if it's movies like a Burt Reynolds, yeah. you know. Yeah. But then he can also be entertaining and and kind of humorous at times, like an Adam Sandler. So, and the guy has talent. There's no doubt about it. Agree. Agree. And with that being said, the the Carolina Panthers are on the clock here. And uh, we'll see what they do. All right, so Panthers taking a little bit of time here. Are they trying to trade? Are they trying to fill a position of need? You don't know. Um, I'll, I'll throw this out there, too. The Panthers, uh, they suck. Little bit I'm going to leave it at that. A little bit of hometown bias coming through, but, hey, Maybe. that's good, honest reporting. The pick is in, Brian. Let's see who the Panthers select. <laughs> With the 16th pick in the 2019 fictional sports movie draft, the Carolina Panthers select Jumbo Fumiko, offensive lineman from the replacements. Not a bad pick. Excellent pass blocking ability. Actually comes from a sumo wrestling background. Really? Yeah, absolutely. And if you think about sumo wrestling, very good pass blocking. Right? right? about that? So... Now, and he's a mammoth of an individual. The ring is the pocket. Yeah, absolutely. So, good pick. You know, look, with the Giants early on, I mean, you look at the team they're they're assembling here. you got Julius Campbell on the D-line, and now you got Jumbo Famico on the O-line. And, oh, I'm sorry, I'm talking about the Giants who are on the board. Which is your pick? Get That's it right. Pick. Okay. I mean, these well. guys get overlooked, offensive line, uh, especially. But you know, the team doesn't function without these guys to protect the the quarterback. The well, Cam Newton, after dealing with a serious injury, we just felt that was the right pick. We needed to protect him here, so we we felt Jumbo Famico was that guy. He's uh, he's one that takes direction well. Very coachable guy. Uh, coming from that sumo background, you know, obviously there's a little raw work there. But I will take the raw talent all day. And uh, Jumbo Fumiko is our dun, guy. Dun, dun. And it looks like the pick is in for the New York football Giants. After uh, selecting earlier in this draft, Julius Campbell. We'll see what they do. Um, do they go quarterback here, Brian? Do they go receiver? There's a lot of need there for the Giants after Again, trading Odell could go, Beckham. Could go so many ways. Um, I'm really excited to see that. I am too, uh, but we'll go ahead and turn it over to the podium as the New York Giants with Danny Hillman on the pick. With the 17th pick in the 2019 fictional football NFL draft, the New York Giants select Louis Lastic, offensive oh. tackle, remember the Titans. Wow. So last year they take Will Hernandez. This year they go Louis Lastic. They're trying to shore up that offensive line, which is a train wreck. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like this pick a lot. They don't go sexy with the playmaker at quarterback or receiver. But, hey, build for the future. You understand you're in a rebuild. 
That's a smart pick by the Giants here. Well, Mike, ultimately what it came down to was it's a position in need, and also I had him as one of the best available. Absolutely. You know, and seeing some of the linemen go off, I did think the line or the Giants could get a lineman in round two. Famico coming off the pick before made the Giants pounce on this. They have to protect Eli. Here's Manning. the thing with with the next pick though. Do we see that swinging gate sort of open here as the Vikings on the clock with mm-hmm. the 18th pick? Offensive line's a big struggle. Yeah. Struggle the last two years. This team hasn't cracked the top yeah. 28 as a unit. Um, so we'll see what happens here. And ultimately, here. that was part of what factored into the Giants is knowing that, look, if you don't grab this guy, someone else is. And there are still some decent offensive linemen yeah. out there. You have Rudy Zoltex of the world. Uh, you have the Jackson brothers. Jackson so brothers. I'm curious to see what the Vikings do here. And it was um, rumored that the, the Giants were looking for one of the Jackson brothers to show up the guard opposite Will Hernandez. Ultimately, they went offensive tackle here. But the pick is in the Vikings with Brian Maurice with the pick here. Um, let's see what he has to say. 18th pick in the fictional draft here. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, they're going to go with Ivory Christian here. Um, with a, uh, Here's the thing. A great defense, but they, there, there's they only one. To... There's only one problem with that, Brian. He was picked fifth. Now, don't get me wrong. Great strategy, because if you can get the fifth overall Did player. Did I say Ivory? I <laughs> Ebony and I for me together in perfect harmony. They're gonna take Rudy Zoltek. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so look. The, the vo- thing is, he, you know, we don't know the rules on calling the wrong name at the draft, so we're gonna allow it. But his family's devastated. Ivory Christian was who I had in my mock draft. Yeah. Brian must have been looking at that one, which would have been a hell of a pick for the Vikings at 18. I did. They, they really but, need to stop that run game. You know but, that. but Rudy Zoltek, though, solid choice there. Um, again, we're now seeing three offensive linemen in a row yeah. come off of the you board. You paid a bunch of money to Kirk Cousins. you got to keep him off his back. Mike, I'm going to just throw this out here. Brian Maurice is a GM that takes things personal. He's had to draft for a couple NFC South teams already, and let's not forget the Minnesota miracle that the Vikings pulled off against his hometown favorite, Saints. I think, I don't want to... Yeah, to bring it up! I didn't, I didn't you wanna, son of a... <laughs> I don't want to go to the rumor mill here, but I'm calling Saboteur. He tried to forfeit the pick. And NFL it didn't stepped, work. NFL stepped in, said, "Hey, you can't do that. You got to draft someone here," and he said, "Okay." It's true. And the pick was out of his hands at that time. I'm the NFL actually out. said, "You need a lineman." Rudy Zoltek's the pick. I'm just gonna come out and say it. I'm embarrassed. Well, the Titans are now on the clock. So, so, so the Titans here, okay? They've tried first round wide receivers in the past. Corey Davis, not a bad pro, but definitely not a first round talent thus far in his career. Delaney Walker, their their big star tight end, went down with an injury last yeah. year. They could go there. Um, plagued. Always they don't plagued. have a bad offensive line, which is good because we've seen a couple linemen come off the board. Maybe guard because they have tackles in Taylor Luan. I think they may go defense here. 
They paid Malcolm Butler in free agency, and he just hasn't really been that Super Bowl caliber Malcolm Butler that we were talking about. Of course, I'm talking against the Seahawks, not the one, not the Super Bowl where he's benched against the Falcons. So, pick us in. With the 19th pick in the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft, the Tennessee Titans select Ronnie Sunshine Bass. Oh. So. I did not see that coming, John. Surprising. They have Mariota. They traded for Ryan Tannehill in the offseason as assurance. But what this is telling me is they're not sold on either guy. Yeah. And Sunshine Bass, look, a little bit of a project. Has to learn how to throw the veer. Let's see what the GM has to say. So what we were thinking here with uh, Sunshine as our pick, um, one of the guys we were looking at was Clifford Franklin. We need some help at receiver. But with the uncertainty at quarterback, the good thing about Ronnie Sunshine, he's a solid defensive back. That gives us a two-way player who, if all else fails, he's a defensive back on our football team. But he's going to get some work as a quarterback if – we have to cut the ties with Mariota or Ryan Tannehill. Ryan it's a fair Tannehill. assessment. It, yeah. it certainly puts the pressure. So a lot of value in Ronnie Sunshine Bass. What I'm hearing is the kid's an athlete. Yeah, he can pretty much put him anywhere on the field, and he's going to produce for you. He kind of gives you that lightning in a bottle. Ath. Dun, dun, dun. So Steelers are now on the clock here, Brian. Uh, as Danny selects the pick, um, a lot of Steelers could use help just about anywhere uh they could use corners they could use linebackers they could use d linemen um they did lose Le'Veon bell in in the off season however they got james connor juju can fill in the role as the number one receiver but the pick is in let's hear what the Steelers are going to do as a lot can happen here with the 20th pick of the 2019 nfl fictional football draft the Pittsburgh Steelers select Steve Latimer, Woo! defensive lineman from the program. A lot of attitude here. The Steelers have been missing a defensive identity since the days of Troy Polamalu, James Ferrier, James Harrison, Brett Kiesel. Steve Latimer, I like this pick, Danny. So that, I think, is a solid selection because they now have a guy who can bring attitude back to Pittsburgh and really bring Steeler defense to new light. That, that's absolutely why they made the pick here. They, they're going to address needs later in the draft, but when you have a player the caliber of Latimer, you can't pass it up. He brings that attitude, and he's going to fight tooth and nail. Look, let's not lose the fact that a lot of teams, well, pretty much every other team in that AFC North has improved dramatically offensively. Go Browns! You look at what the Browns did, trading for Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield. He's shifty, speedy, knows how to throw on the run. Latimer's going to get after those guys. You also have Lamar Jackson in Baltimore. Baltimore, you got to... With just those two teams, you have to have someone that chases down the quarterback. That's why you lose the pick here. The pick is in. So let's turn to Brian to see who the Seattle Seahawks are going to take here. Hey, uh, this is uh, Ruben Von Von Steen in 
I'm the GM of the Seahawks here. He's Canadian. Um, I'm Canadian, eh? I thought you were a Chicagoan. I was really conflicted with this one here, but... <laughs> he's got a little bit of both. Maybe he's shicky Canadian. After much deliberation... Like Starbucks. I'm going with Joey Battaglio. I, I, there you go. You know, I feel like we needed a real character on defense because, well... Kind of lacking the last few years. Again, it, it, it makes sense. The, you know, the Seattle Seahawks went from historically one of the best defenses of all time mm-hmm. to their, their building. They have the Griffin brothers. They have uh, the Frank Clarks of the world. Yeah. They have a couple of pieces there, but they're still building that identity. Joey Battaglia, huge dick on that guy. Gives them a lot of presence on that defensive line. Yeah, I mean, it's cock a, it up and let it roll, baby. It's a solid pick right there, um, and we're gonna see what the Ravens do here because I actually had the Ravens addressing a little bit of pass rushing needs here, but but Aglio's a guy that brings that tenacity back. He's he's going to be a guy. Yes. That he's gonna hit you. He's gonna look at you. And he's gonna. Drop back to the huddle saying, <laughs> sacked, sacked your ass. Exactly. So the pick is in now. This is the Baltimore Ravens, I believe, at uh, 22. And with the 22nd pick in the 2019 fictional football movie draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Earl Wilkinson, safety, the replacements. Wow. Okay. So let me just tell you a little bit about this pick here, guys. He'll fit right in. Uh, I... I'm a big fan that Earl Wilkinson fell. I had him in the top 10 in my mock. The fact he fell to me at 22 with the Ravens gives them a presence at safety. They've been missing since Ed Reed. True ball hawk. Dare you speak the name? Absolutely. Old old St. Rose boy. But he's going to be a ball hawk in the secondary. They lost Eric Weddle, which is a pretty big loss. Eric Weddle seen better days. Good veteran presence. True. But... They now have another safety to play alongside Earl Thomas. Holy shit, I'm hype. Yep. Yep. I love it. I love the pick. I don't know about you, Danny, but... Uh... No, it's a pick that makes a lot of sense. I mean, uh, look, I know that they've lost some guys. You look at Wilkinson teaming up with Earl Thomas now in that secondary. I mean, yeah. good, good luck. They, they haven't been the same team since Ray Lewis and Ed Reed uh, Definitely. departed. Um, and it it's shown uh, they still have been a playoff contending team. But without that defense, it's the Ravens just aren't the Ravens. It's different, yeah. Um, they did have one of the best defenses, but they lost a lot of pieces with C.J. Mosley, um, yep. um, Zadarius Smith. So many big pieces gone. But they're trying to reload that defense. But that being said, the the Texans are on the clock with the twenty third pick. Another team that's lost a big safety in Tyron Matthew. So we'll see what the Texans do here. Several positions that they could go here. Running back's a big one. Uh, one guy that's still on the board here, James Booby Miles. He's a Texan. He's a Texas boy. We'll see what they do. Um, but there's a there's a lot of directions they can go. I'd be surprised if I don't hear his name soon. Um, that team is 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 one player away from a from a real run. They've been in the playoffs, but they just can't get it done once they get there. So we'll see. Dun, dun, dun. But the pick is in. Let's go to Danny Hillman with the Houston Texans with the twenty third pick in the twenty nineteen NFL fictional football draft. 
the Houston Texans select running back Ray Jennings. Whoa! Oh, wow. Cow. What a pick there. Ray Jennings, the son of, uh, of a great Cleveland Brown. Um, but that's a solid pick. It's a position of need. I like it here, Brian. And with that being said, the Oakland Raiders are now on the clock. Mike, the Texans here, we fell in love with Ray Jennings because they remind he reminds us of another great Texan running back, Arian Foster. He looks exactly like him. Plays exactly like him. And I know you have Lamar Miller. I see them as two different backs. Uh, Lamar Miller's seen better days, too. He, I mean, that's has, a solid pick. And, look, you lost you know, some of your, your backups. You still have Dante Foreman, but Alfred Blue's gone, all that. This provides not only depth, but insurance. Definitely. And that's something you need at the running back position. I looked at maybe going guard there to protect Deshaun Watson, but ultimately I had to go with the the big home run hitter, Ray Jacks. It's nice, but the Raiders are on the clock. The pick is in. Let's see what the Raiders do here with their – this is their second pick of the first round. Mm-hmm. Uh, Julius Campbell taken earlier in this draft for – for, or was it Julius Campbell? No, it was Bobby Boucher. That's Here's right. The great thing about the Raiders, they need help everywhere. Yeah, so we'll see what happens and here. But pairing someone along with Bobby Boucher, let's see what the Raiders this do fits here. Right into Brian Maurice's best best available players. The Raiders here are very confident with their pick at twenty four, and uh, they're going with Spike Hammersmith. Another guy with a lot of attitude. Mm-hmm. They've got to address their running back concerns, but. You've got a guy that plays on both sides of the ball here. And with all of their needs, I wouldn't be surprised if we return to the days of old and see him on both sides of the ball. Another two-way player. Yes. And, and look, Hammersmith, the upside on him, he's a little bit younger than some of these other players in the draft. You're going to have him around a little bit longer. The biggest downfall on Hammersmith is obviously the distraction with his dad. Um, very much a LeVar Ball scenario here. Never lost. Never lost. But Spike, solid player, solid pick, can play both sides of the ball. And again, the Raiders are finding their swagger. They now have Bobby Boucher and Spike Hammersmith. This is a big day for the Raiders, and they still have one more pick to what, go. What it's telling me is, look, we we believe in Derek Carr, and we have Antonio Brown. Our offense is going to be fine. Let's address the defensive side of the ball. Agreed. Stop the bleeding. With that being said, the Eagles are now on the clock. The Eagles. My, how the mighty have fallen. Yes. A couple years removed from a Super Bowl win. Um, gone is your insurance for the oft-injured Carson Wentz. Nick Foles is now in Jacksonville. We'll see what they do here. And keep in mind, because Wentz is injury-prone, do they go offensive line? You still have couple great guards on the board there in the Jackson brothers. Yeah, the Eagles have just perplexed me how uh, a team so talented could could underachieve last year in, in, a, in a season that really looked like their Super Bowl. Yeah. And, and they pe- started slow, they took off, but they, they never got it together yeah. last year. And, and look, Doug Peterson's a guy that likes to chuck the pigskin. Speedster Clifford Franklin still on the board could come off here, you don't know. They... They have the advantage this late in the draft to be able to go in a bunch of directions. Still a very talented football team. Um, 
and, and again, it, it, it's sort of uh, like the Texans. Yeah. Uh, they're one player away from yeah. being I, serious contenders. I don't think they need to address D-line. They, they have Derek Barnett. They got Malik Jackson free agency in the offseason. We'll see what they go through here. Um, and the pick is in. Let's let's go ahead and hear. Find out shortly. With the 25th pick in the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft, the Philadelphia Eagles select Petey Jones, cornerback. Oh, I like T. it. T.C. Williams, Titans. I like it. I like it. I'll tell you, they corner has been a, a bit of a weak. We apologize for the interruption as our broadcast has been compromised. But we are back here with the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft as the Indianapolis Colts with the 26th selection. Danny Hillman with the pick. With the 26th pick of the 2019 NFL fictional football draft, the Indianapolis Colts select Clifford Franklin, wide receiver, the replacements. What a solid pick for, for the Colts here. Um, you know, T.Y. Hilton, not really that number one receiver, but neither is Clifford Franklin. But the good thing that those two bring, they will extend the field like nobody's business. That's two absolute speed burners on offense. Good luck defending them and stopping them from getting not only the, the deep balls, but the yak yards. That's two very fast receivers. That's two guys who can beat you deep. That's two high quality number twos and you'll take that all day especially when you got a quarterback like andrew luck oh, you, so you can never give andrew uh too many weapons so and, i i think and, it's a, it's and ultimately the reason we went with the pick here is we're designing our offense against who we play twice a year jacksonville's got a hell of a defense the texans have a hell of a defense you gotta stretch the field you can't risk having eight men in the box with teams like that even the Titans have a pretty formidable defense. So Clifford Franklin was the way to go. And also, let's keep in mind, you look at some of the Super Bowl runs in recent memory, none of them really have that star-studded number one. Mike, I know you and I have talked about this before. We're going with guys that can stretch the field. Absolutely. And that's why Clifford Franklin was the pick here. No, that's a good pick. But uh, moving on, the Raiders with their last pick in the first round at 27. Two defensive studs um, earlier in this draft. So we'll see what they do with their third pick here in the first round. Brian with the 27th pick for the Oakland Raiders. The Raiders at number 27. It's clear the direction that they're heading to um, with this team is um, they want to make this defense what they're historically known for and they want to be feared and that guy to bring them there is charles jefferson from fast times at ridgemont dude let me tell you i talked about swagger and attitude with boucher and hammersmith they're hammering the freaking defense home charles jefferson spike hammersmith and bobby boucher the black hole is back dude holy shit i'm excited for Look, raiders football yeah. Look, I mean, this this may be a defense where, you know, if the offense can put up 14 to 17 points a game, you're going to win a lot of games. Yeah. yeah. You're going to win a lot of games. And on top of that, they got Antonio Brown. Yeah. So with Antonio Brown, Derek Carr, and now they're just shoring up that defense. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. I love what the Raiders are doing. They won this first round with those three picks big time. I mean, that's why they made the picks. 
it, you know, last season they were looked at like, what the heck are you doing? You trade a Khalil Mack, yeah. trade an Amari Cooper. It was Cooper, a big blow. You know, but now it looks like they may have the last laugh. And what's great about these picks is you talk about the window for great defenses in the NFL being so small. I mean, you're looking two to four years. This is a window of a great defense that could last for, you know, six, eight, maybe even ten years if these guys can stay healthy. Yep. So, with that said, the next team on, on the, on the clock right now is the, don't call them the San Diego Chargers, they're the L.A. Chargers. Ooh, it's gonna take some getting used to there. So, what are you, what are your needs for the Chargers? In your opinion? Look, Philip Rivers isn't getting any younger. No, that's for sure. He's he's got to stay healthy. He's got to stay clean as far as that pass rush. In my original mock draft. I had them taking Rudy Zoltek, but he's off the board due to the, the Minnesota mishap, as it will be known from here on out. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see what they do here. Uh, positions of need, you're talking defensive tackle, offensive tackle, and safety. So you wonder where they go with this. Um, they, they can go in a bunch of different directions. I know they have a solid running back in Melvin Gordon, but that's when he stays healthy. That's when he's healthy. Um, your wide receivers is kind of by committee. Let's see. And the pick is in. We're going to find out now. With the 28th pick in the 2019 fictional football movie draft, Los Angeles Chargers select Andre Jackson, offensive lineman, the replacement. So, so there it is, the protection for Phillip Rivers. Um, Agreed. It's It's – it's the best move they could have made. And I had Andre graded out slightly ahead of Jamal. I think they did the right thing. They took the right Jackson brother here. Um, it, it's just something you have to do. And what I like about him, he's going to protect the quarterback. Now, a little bit of trouble coming out. Had a weapons charge. Got dismissed ultimately, okay? But when you talk about being able to protect the quarterback, Jackson's one of the better ones in this draft. Now, next up, Brian, you know, we have um, Kansas City on the clock here. Hmm. Um, they've made some moves this offseason. They re-signed a couple of key pieces. Yep. Um, they, they, they have Tyron Matthew. They, they lost Eric Berry. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. you know, picking up Tyron Matthew, they fill that void at safety. But the biggest loss I'm looking at here, Brian, Kareem Hunt. He oh, goes absolutely. to Cleveland – but the guy's a piece of shit. He beats women. Uh, he's a repeat offender. He, you know, he's 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 a piece of crap. But there's still a running back that we talked about a little bit earlier. Is this the move that is finally made for James Booby Miles? I think it has to be. I think it has to be. But dun, dun. without the pick is in. We don't. Danny is the GM of the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's find out what Danny picks here with the. For the Chiefs. With the 29th pick of the NFL fictional football draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select running back Julian Washington any given Sunday. Whoa! Wow! And another slight at Booby Miles. People are scared of this injury. It's it's getting kind of crazy here because some of the – Picks that have gone before him, Ray Jennings, Julian Washington, Booby Miles has the bigger upside. Even Earl Meggett, 
Bowie Miles is an every down back, but that knee is really scaring people. What is going on here? Well, ultimately for the Chiefs, we decided that the injury was just too much to overlook. Uh, we we think James Bowie Miles is going to be a great running back at the next level. But when you look at someone... Just not worthy of a first? It, it's so hard to invest a future in a guy that his knee... The doctors are saying he may actually never play again. Um, so we went with Julian Washington here. He kind of fits that pedigree that we're talking about with running backs who can run the ball and also have a rap career, as I said earlier in the draft. Um, he replaces Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, very selfish player. Julian Washington plays unselfish football. And what I like about him, he's a guy that can go in between the tackles. Put on a bunch of weight, uh, healthy weight, in the offseason, came into the combine, lit it up. Full disclosure, at the beginning of this, you know, if you asked me a month or two ago, the pick might have been Booby Miles, but that knee injury is just too much to overlook. Ultimately, we went with more of the sure thing, Julian Washington. Well, next up, we have the, Should be the Green, Bay Packers. Green Bay Packers here on the clock with number 30 as the pick is in. Brian. We'll turn it to him as we see what the Packers select here at number 30. Well, the pregame analysis was spot on here, John. Um, That's Mike. It's John. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure it's John. Um, this one's going to also shout out to our sponsor, Papa John's, uh, with their one and only son, Michael Papa John, at safety. Uh, I called go. it. There you go. I called it. I yeah. got to admit, you're right Even here. a blind squirrel. I know uh, after speaking to the general manager of the Packers, I know they were really considering Andre Krim. Aren't you the general manager? No, VP I'm of not. football operations. I'm just a spokesman. I'm just a <laughs> spokesman here. Um, he was there's getting, a mole. He was getting a massage with Robert Kraft. Couldn't change the date. So um, <laughs> anyway, here we are. <laughs> and. Um, Next up is the Rams. <laughs> well, he so, got out of so, that interview quickly. So, look, Papa John. He's a solid player for the Packers. He's a, he's a great tackler. Um, one kick of those, returning abilities, too. What's that? He has that kick returning ability, too. Yeah, so Michael Papa John, uh, just a kind of do-it-all guy, but something the Packers have been missing a lot on that defense since Charles Woodson. So, solid pick. But that being said, the Rams are on the clock, and it's me with the pick. Hmm. So... The Rams here, you look, look, their team's already loaded. But indeed, positions in need, linebacker, defensive tackle, and Dominican Sue's still a free agent. Yes. Um, as of this recording. That could change. I hear they're also trying to add another referee on staff to uh, ensure that they get as far as they did last year. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But. You wonder. I mean, they have a high-powered offense. That high-powered offense didn't show up at the Super Bowl. There's. I don't think anyone. Look, showed up there's at the also Super Bowl. some rumors about Gurley with that injury. We do know that GM Michael Hotard's a big fan of Booby Miles. Maybe they take him here. That's take a little the, bit of a gamble uh, with you having Gurley was the biggest mystery of me last year. Uh, even in the NFC Championship game, he was non-existent. Yeah. Um, it was really kind of bizarre the way that he was never hurt. He never said they were, he 
he was hurt. They never said he was hurt, mm-hmm. but it, it really seemed like he was hurt. Yeah, I, I, and he handled it like a pro. I mean, you know the guy wanted to play, but he handled yeah. it like a pro. But where do you think they go here? What position do you think they take? Honestly, um, I think I think they need because they don't have any glaring holes, really. No, they don't. Um, the defense is. I would go with someone in the secondary, or I'd be going with um, someone on the offensive side of the ball in the passing game. So pretty much you covered every position. Great analysis. Those journalism classes are really paying off for you, Marty. Passing game or secondary, that's that's where I'd go. The pick is in. With the 31st pick in the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft, the Los Angeles Rams select Swatowski of the longest yard. Okay. So they replace Ndamukong Sue with Switowski. I guess they're planning for his departure then. Yeah. Well, he's a free agent. He's gone. You know, and, and Switowski is that type of guy who good luck running on him because there's a good chance you're going to catch a clothesline. He's a guy that doesn't care about giving up a 15-yard penalty to really just show you his impact. So Dominic He makes Sue, people shit on themselves. He's basically replaced Dominic's. No, that was the right pick here. It was a position of need. You know, we lost a huge piece in Ndamukong Sue, so we felt that the way to go here would have been Switowski, who fell to us, who was projected to be somewhere around the 20 to 24 range, so it just made sense here. But with that being said, the New England Patriots are on the clock. We'll see what happens with the last pick of the first round. As Danny still mulls the decision. We're, I was just going to let you guys talk about it a little bit. Well, you know, Cheeseburger Eddie off the board. Brian Murphy off the board. Gronk is gone. There's a lot of ways that they could go here. Did they go another Jimmy G route and draft a quarterback to groom? Do they go offensive line? Do they go defensive line? Bill Belichick is a huge question mark, as always. And I'm sure he's in the ear of the GM, Danny Hillman. So... We'll see what happens, but... I think one of the biggest stories is Booby Miles not going in the first round, but you can't see New England going with that guy. No, I mean, they could just from a pure value standpoint, but at the end of the day, you have James White, you have Sonny Michelle. That backfield's pretty much solidified. But the pick is in New England Patriots, number 32 of the first round, Super Bowl champs, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady... What is Danny Hellman doing with the 32nd pick? We can see where this is going. With uh, the, the 32nd pick. Of Danny channeling his inner Bill Belichick, and he probably won't be able to be heard on this podcast. With the 2019 NFL fictional football draft thingy thing thing, the New England Patriots select kicker Nigel Gruff. From the replacements. (laughs) What a shocking turn of events as the... Well, I I believe there has been a kicker selected in the first round by none other than the New Orleans Saints, but I don't remember who it was, and I don't care. In true Belichick fashion, he wants to sure up his team in the best way he knows how. The kicking game. The kicking game. Ultimately here, we... uh... We looked at Cheeseburger Eddie, who was still on the board. No, he uh, wasn't. He was. 
he was. Still on the board. Um, we look at our Super Bowl wins. A lot of people think that we went on the leg. We haven't been able to sign Steven Guskowski this offseason. He's a free agent. We took a guy who kick a football 70, 75, 80 yards, Nigel Gruff, and we're on to Cincinnati. Wow. Wow. What a pick. Wow. So that wraps up the first round of the 2019 NFL fictional movie draft. It was fantastic. I got to say here, guys. Big uh, name still on the board. You know, one guy who, you know, I think obviously I've been high on Booby Miles going in the second round. That's going to be a huge value pick for somebody. Um, so we'll see what happens with him. Um, you know, there's still – you have the other Jackson brother, Jamal. Mm-hmm. There's still some really good picks yeah. out there. Yeah. Shame Becky Icebox didn't crack the first round. She's going to be a solid pro. Junior um, Floyd could be a good second or third round quarterback. Yeah. Um, another one that I, th- I was thinking of that I thought the Patriots might take just because he kind of fits their description, Vince Papali. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. But overall, let's talk first round winners and losers here. Yeah. I think the big winner here is the Oakland Raiders. I mean, Bobby Boucher to Spike Hammersmith to Charles Jefferson. You're bringing the swagger back to Oakland oh, yeah. for at least a year. Until they go to Vegas. <laughs> Absolutely. Then you're bringing real swagger there. Yeah. I love what the Colts did as far as just a – you know they had a they had one shot to to share something up in the first round and I really like their pick. What was the biggest question mark to you guys in this draft? Well, one the big surprise to me was some of these teams without a first round pick not trading back in, but no trades for the yeah for God knows how long. Um, you know I I really like the Earl Wilkinson pick pairing him with Earl Thomas just. I mean, that's something you want that you try to Thanks, get. Thanks, Danny. You know? um, I also like the Charlie Tweeter pick going to Green Bay. Seems like he's going to fit in right there. Um, I'm not going to say any of my picks. I'm not going to toot my own horn. Toot I'm, not, I'm not the ego guy here. Toot Michael. It, it. Um, but, man, I mean, the Raiders could have won this draft if it was just Bobby Boucher. Yeah. And then, like Mike said, you add – you know, some of the other pieces in uh, Hammersmith and, and Jefferson. Uh, but also, the biggest shock of the draft, I think, may immediately go into the running of Offensive Rookie of the Year. That's Deacon Lawson for the Jets. Yeah. Go and pick three. Love it. Wow. Brian, you know, really snuck up there. You know, you and I thought Deacon would fall. I, I had him at seven. Yeah. You know, he, he'd be in the bottom half I, of the I top had him ten. I top ten. But, look, the Jets know what they want. Brian Maurice knows what he wants. Any given Sunday, baby. Well, Brian Maurice was also a former receiver, so, you know. A little bit of bias there. (laughs) But, but, look, I mean, I'm going to ask you guys, what picks that you picked did you you just absolutely fall in love with? Bobby Boucher at four. I mean, that was a no-brainer. If you get a Bobby Boucher at four, he's honestly a guy that— should have been there. No. should have been there at four. And and that's crazy because Bobby Boucher, I mean— he could be a first-round pick, or, I mean, a, a top pick, the first overall. But with the glaring need at receiver, you know, we went with Rod Tidwell mm-hmm. uh, in Arizona. So when Bobby Boucher keeps falling, it's like, oh, crap. All right, yeah. now we got a stud falling in our lap at four, a sure thing. 
that was easily my favorite pick that I made. Brian? I still love Deacon because I just – I guess it's a, a partial thing. He's, he's just my favorite player on the board, and I think any, any team would have benefited, benefited from him, but the Jets just need mm. some – they need some – the Jets need yeah. sexiness. Yeah. They need something, you know, just to yeah. make them attractive again. Absolutely, and and for me, they still won't be. For me, obviously, I love that Vontae Mack pick. I felt just, I mean, well, we know the we know the too. standards. It's just yeah. a force. It's Vontae Mack, no matter, no matter what. Um, just a force. And and then uh, two other picks that I I really liked: Brian Murphy. I think he's just close thing to a sure thing at the next level. And then I also love. Love that attitude pick the Steelers had with Steve Latimer. Yeah, the um, this you know we saw that back to back with the Steelers and Seahawks. Latimer followed by Battaglio, Joey Battle. Um, that's two attitude guys who bring attitude to a defense that in more recent years has been known for their attitude. Steelers historically over the past forty years have been known for attitude. Uh, Seahawks in more recent years when they had the Legion of Boom and things like that. So that's two sound yeah, it's, picks. It's Seahawks, it's Ravens, it's Steelers. It's it's every year they yeah. they turn out something. And and I was a bit if there is a surprise, I was a bit surprised to see how many defensive players went off the board in round one. Yeah. I thought it was an offensive heavy draft. You got guys like Shane Falco going thirteen to the Dolphins. I mean. That, that shows you that these teams were trying to address defense. I think they're trying to combat the, the trend of the NFL now. Yeah. It's a pass-happy league. High-powered league. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. Defense to combat it. Yeah. The biggest fall, though, I think, of the first round was Willie Beeman at 10 to the Broncos. Yeah. You know, when when he fell into my lap at 10, that's an easy pick there for the Broncos. Well, no one saw the quarterback slide coming. No. No one, no one saw it, especially when – you got Giants picking at six. You think for sure they're going quarterback. But then again, yeah. you, you haven't had a, a running back really pan out since Terrell mm-hmm. Davis or um, Anderson had a yeah, eh, short-lived but well but and, decent. And look, you look at teams that were rumored to select quarterbacks. Arizona at one with Cliff Kingsbury. Even though they have Josh Rosen, they were rumored to possibly trade him. Um, you can never count out Gruden and the Raiders. He loves his quarterbacks. Giants. I know the Jags just signed Nick Foles, but is he the answer? He hasn't played a game in Jacksonville yet. And then you also had the Broncos, Dolphins, Redskins, all of those. Um, it was surprising to see the, the quarterbacks fall. Well, I think the Jags had an interesting pick to make just because you know, their big need is receiver. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when Deacon Moss is taken third and yep. Rod Tidwell goes one, you're left with a guy like Clifford Franklin. You're not going to take him in the top yeah. ten. You're looking at Ted Ginn 2.0 if you do that. You could have uh, gone Charlie Tweeter. But, look, it was, yeah, Tidwell and Deacon Moss as the clear-cut blockbuster first-round picks. The other guys, the they're going, they're going the to be sexes. great picks. Don't get me wrong. They're going to be great pros. But you can't take them at seven. It, it And, look, since they're not there, I thought the Jags did the right thing. Sure enough, that offensive line, I mean, this is an offensive line that had four of their five starters finish the season on IR last year. So, even if they're back, you still need depth. Still now, let me ask you this. Round two, who is number one on your big board for round two? Oh, man. Uh, Cheeseburger Eddie's a big one. 
Uh, Booby Miles, of course. I'm going to go with Booby Miles. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. when you get to that second round, it's it's hard to turn down a guy like that. That probably should have went somewhere in the first round, but for one way or yeah. another, a team just... We also have practice. some big, bruising goal line backs available, too, if teams fall in love with that. Don Billingsley could be one that goes mid to early uh, second round. Yeah from Friday Night Lights, a solid running back. Now, he does have a little bit of a fumbling problem, but, hey, mm-hmm. you don't give him the ball in space. You let him just lower let the shoulder plow. and yeah, plow through people. Yeah. You give him the one- and two-yard carries. He's a great so- yeah. short yardage option. Also, we saw a couple times this this draft taking two-way guys. Greg Meany's still out there. Ooh, Greg Meany, could, I like could it. Could be a dark horse. Water boy. Yeah, could be a dark horse. Well, dude, the two uh, two-way guys, just to kind of address that issue, so you had Sunshine at 19 to the Titans. Mm-hmm. You get a quarterback if your quarterbacks don't pan out, but at the end of the day, if all else fails, you yep. get a solid defensive back. Um, and then Spike Hammersmith, Hammersmith yeah. to the Raiders. Yeah. So, hey, guess what? You know what? If uh, Marshawn Lynch decides to call the quits or if he gets hurt or yeah, anything like that, safety, you know? yeah, you got a safety and a running back. Speaking of safeties, we still have Chavez on the board from Friday mm. Night Lights. Heavy hitter. Um, and and plays fundamentally sound. What do you think about Chavez possibly to the Packers with him and Michael Papa John back there? Could could be I don't know that he gets that far. Keep in no, mind No, for sure. Keep in mind you see the direction Oakland's going. Okay? I'd love he, to see the Saints. He could pick be a like very, that. very sexy. Saints have a round four. two pick, so let's talk about that for a second. Saints round two. Um I would love to see them pick up another hard hitting safety that they've uh, really been lacking i haven't been impressed with anybody that has come through since darren sharper i just haven't mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i a, mean a presence you yeah. know to where if if you're a slot receiver coming across you got to know where he is could absolutely go that route but i could also see the saints look the saints have shown they're not afraid to trade picks i could see them absolutely looking to trade picks moving up and taking the Mark Ingram replacement in James Booby Miles. Oh, that could be a huge move for round wow. two. You huge a, move. You talk Kamara about a one-two punch with Kamara and Miles. That's two playmakers who can do it all. Yeah. You know, you, you let Booby spin, Booby going to win. <laughs> you damn right. So Plus, great at catching passes out of the backfield. Too. Absolutely. Two he dual threat backs. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that Drew Brees window is that, so small right now. too much? I don't know that that's too much to give up for a guy like Booby Miles. I mean, this was a guy who was a top ten talent. So, you know, with the knee, yeah, I know it's a little shaky. Bush situation. Where yeah, it never oh. quite clicked. But they they could go wide receiver. They obviously need someone to pair up against Michael Thomas. But we saw a lot of wide receivers come. I tell you what, uh, a receiver to look out for in the second round: Hot Hands Hanan of the Little Giants. It's not bad. Um, what you, you call me? <laughs> I didn't call you anything, Brian. No, go I, go work on your jump shot. And, and you still have you still have plenty of offensive line help. You still have the Jackson, uh, yeah, Jamal Jackson available. Um, Overall, it it was an exciting. Yeah, play. there's Absolutely. a lot of first round talent in round two. But I can't wait to see what happens in round two. So for round one, I mean, it's the Cinema Sports Club for Danny Hillman, Brian Maurice, and Michael Hotard. And uh, always Try remember. <laughs> Yeah. That's how you debate. That's how you debate. (laughs) But just remember, fake sports, real opinions. Cinema Sports Club. Boom.
You're listening to The Cinema Sports Club, the podcast that brings you into the roundtable discussion on box office sports. We debate players, coaches, teams, and more. This is The Cinema Sports Club.